You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sandberg. Hey, welcome to Expansion, a podcast about personal and professional growth at EXP Realty. I'm your host, Glenn Sanford, and the founder of EXP Realty. And each Tuesday and Thursday, I'll be talking to one of our icon agents about their careers, success, and ultimately what inspires them. We'll keep each episode generally under 15 minutes, even though we're already considering lengthening these things out. Uh, but uh, it, you know, between now and your drive to your next listing, uh, Hopefully you can consume some great content and uh, add some stuff to your business. So today I'm excited to welcome Rapesh Patel, owner of the Rapesh Patel home selling team. Welcome, Rapesh. Hey, how are you, Glenn? Happy to be here. Good. Thanks for having me. Good, good, good. So as you reminded me, um, we met uh, last year uh, at uh, the Build event in uh, in Dallas, Texas. But uh, you, uh, you are in South Carolina. But one of the things that I thought was interesting is you actually studied to actually be in real estate. So that, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Like most, most people just sort of land in the business and then try to figure it out after the fact. But uh, you actually went to school for this. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I grew up in England and uh, as you know, uh, you can probably tell from my accent, but uh, went to university there in, uh, in Liverpool and uh, studied uh, a business degree in real estate. And uh, yeah, and then I moved to America unexpected and, uh, you know, I had to learn all the new rules over here. So yeah, um, had a bit of a uh, bit of knowledge in England, but uh, now I had to learn it all again in South Carolina. Okay. And so did you um, did you, uh, were you an estate agent in the UK or did you, was your career, did you start it in the US? I actually started in the US. So, uh, you know, um, I actually studied a little bit of it in England and then I, I was working for the, uh, credit bureaus, uh, over there and I used to work for a company called Equifax, as you probably already know. And then, uh, when we emigrated here, I was working for Experian and then, uh, um, during the, um, you know, when the economy crashed in, uh, 2007, uh, uh, there was a bit of a pause in, in um, employment and, uh, um, you know, decided to uh, get into real estate as my uh, as I had a, a child coming into this world unexpectedly. And I needed to replace that corporate six figure income. OK, yeah. Well, and, and uh, uh, it sounds like you came in with a, with really kind of I'll, I'll say a business mindset um, as a, as opposed to a sales mindset. Does that sound right? Yeah, I mean, well, I, I think, uh, you know, you know, the, what they say is real estate's a contact sport. And uh, where I grew up in England, uh, you know, I used to work for my dad and he had what we call a corner shop there. And, uh, you know, we were used to meeting and greeting new people every single day, selling them newspapers, cigarettes, chocolate bars, ice creams, you name it. I used to sell it, uh, you know. So uh, I think I got into real estate knowing that uh, if I made loads of contacts, then uh, then that's the name of the game and that's what's going to really drive the success in my real estate business. So um, so I didn't really come at it from a business standpoint other than just let's talk to a lot of people and, uh, you know, shake a lot of hands and let's just meet as many people as we can and put them into our database. Okay, so so database is important to you. Uh, uh, did you have a database day one? Uh, how did you keep track of your initial clients? I, I always say that people start with sticky notes on their monitor, but... Uh, maybe you started more more sophisticated yeah i wish i was that good but i, I did the same thing i'd have uh, sheets of paper and uh, and sticky notes and and uh you know i somehow i i, I 
heard about a, a thing called a CRM. And then, uh, you know, I like I did what everybody else did, trying to figure out what's the best CRM and, uh, and realized uh, it always came back to the one that you actually use. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd never had one in the beginning. I, I know that I probably dropped a lot of deals um, by not having a system like that. But, um, you know, yeah, I wish I'd had one from day one. Right. Well, well for, for sure. Now, how long have you been in, in, in the real estate business? When did you get your license? Uh, I got my license in 2009 and um, I started off as a part-time agent. And, um, you know, I um, I think I sold 15 homes as a part-time agent that first year. And then uh, when my daughter was uh, being born the uh, summer of that year after, I had three under contracts uh, that were about to close. And I said, well, I've got to get rid of the part-time job, which, you know, surprisingly enough, I was uh, I was just hooked on that seven eight hundred dollar payment that they were paying me and uh decided to go full board and uh, quit the part-time job and went full-time in real estate the week that my daughter was born and uh i've looked back since okay so so you were uh, you were um on a team then is that how you started no actually i was uh you know i've never been on a team and uh you know, if I was to probably do it over again, I would definitely go on a team to, to begin with because there's so much that you need to know. And uh, um, I was just, you know, working at the office and, and, you know, if I'm honest with you, I was just working at like a full-time job and showing up every single day and then taking advantage of the opportunities that other agents were missing because they didn't show up. <laughs> okay, so, um, okay. Well, awesome. So um, you got in business in 2009, obviously a great time to get in the business. How, how was yeah. it you know, in, <laughs> yeah. in, in, in 2009? I mean, you, you kind of learned the business, it sounds like, uh, when business was, you know, for those who had been experienced up to then, um, the worst they'd ever seen it. Yeah, I mean, I think it was, uh, you know, people thought I was crazy because I you know, had a child coming. And they were like, uh, are you sure you want to get into real estate? Because, you know, the market's terrible. And I said, well, hey, I can either continue getting my seven or $800 check or whatever it is that I'm getting from that um, from that job, or I, I can do something about it. And, uh, you know, I got into it with the, the mindset of was, you know, I'm, there's not going to be a cap on uh, what I can earn in this business. And uh, if other people are getting out of the business because of the, the market and the economy, then I'm going to jump all in and I'm going to I'm going to, I'm going to get in there and, uh, and, you know, anything from here on will, will be, and, you know, I didn't, I didn't have that filter where, you know, everybody was enjoying this great market before everything tanked. And, and my mindset was, well, what were they doing when everything was so easy? So I just came into it with, uh, with a mindset of, uh, I'm just going to come in here and, and this is, uh, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm, I'm going to go all in. Right. Now, now where did you, where'd you start? What, what, brokerage uh, did you you start with where which was your career leading up to and then when did you join exp so um you know before i got into uh real estate you know i was uh, i was working for a, a a friend of mine who had a massage uh, envy franchise he and i were going to go into partnership but you know before that you know i was working front desk just um getting paid ten dollars an hour and selling uh, memberships and getting paid ten dollars for converting a membership and then uh then I fast forwarded, then got into, uh, got my real estate license, uh, joined a company, uh, as you all know, Century 21. Um, it was the closest to my house. Everybody was talking about where they're going to go and what splits people were offering. And I was just like, well, I've just got to make this a success first and, and I'll get paid in return for my success. So um, started out at Century 21. I was there for a good 12 years. And then, uh, um, you know, I was always looking for options as far as what, what is next for me. So I started off as a part-time agent at Century 21, then became a full-time agent. And then, you know, I was, uh, I was, you know, I was a pretty good um, producer at Century 21, not only here in the, 
in the town of um, you know where I do business, uh, but also in the state. So, uh, but I always knew there was something more. And then uh, you know I decided to start my team because uh, I, I just felt like I was really good at um, creating an environment where people can thrive and, and people love to be a part of. Um, and then basically, um, you know, I was looking at you know my options. What what do I do next? How do I build what's inside of me um, at a place where you know this thing can grow? And you know, I, I looked at. Uh, buying a Century 21 franchise and, um, you know, went through all that um, process with them, looked at other franchises, then was going to go independent. And then uh, when the uh, pandemic hit, you know, I took some time um, to really evaluate what I was doing because it was just this thing that was just, you know, kind of like inside of me that I'd been for two years, I'd been researching. I remember Keller Williams then flew me out to Mega Camp and that wasn't in. And then somebody wanted to uh, actually offered me a partnership in a market center at Keller Williams and then um, I, I just I just didn't feel like that was the right move and then um, I remember EXP um, was was part of the equation and actually Brent Gove did call me um, before he moved over um, I had met him at a, uh, at a at an event in Dallas we were at the mastermind and uh, you know how he is and and I just couldn't think past Century 21 at that time because EXP was so so new so um you know, when when everything calmed down a little bit during the during the pandemic, I, I took some time to, to look at it, and uh, and my passion is always is always to you know help uh, people who I uh, come into contact with, and I never want them to have to feel like they have to leave me or or the the environment that we're in. So EXP was um, was the was the platform that could solve all those problems, and uh, yeah, so so that's how we came to EXP, and um, yeah, I'm. I'm thankful for you and thankful for the opportunities you guys have, uh, have have given me and also my teammates so um so yeah that's how that's how we ended at exp awesome well th- thanks for being part of uh part of the xp it's uh um you know it's it's pretty amazing we've got over i, I don't know what the number is but i know it's over 2200 it might be closer to 2500 but 2200 icons uh in exp and so you know, part of the idea of the podcast is like to kind of figure out you know what what ultimately, you know, led to individual icons success? It sounds like you built a team. I see, um, you know, home selling team, uh, in your, in, in your team name. Uh, were you a Craig Proctor guy at all? No, um, but I guess, um, that's everything comes from somebody, right? So I, right. I, I used to, I used to have a different team name and then, uh, then my current coach, um, you know, he, uh, He's been working with me, with me for a couple of years, and then uh, he said, "Rapesh, we need to put your name back into the into the team." And I was like, "And that was like the first two weeks of us coaching together." And I'm like, "Wow, we've just been running this name, and uh, you know, it makes sense." So, um, you know, I think that um, I think the the team needs a leader to to go out and you know get in front and and bring those opportunities into the organization, and and then be able to support the team members in it. So. Um, so yeah, um, I think it probably stems from somebody in that organization. Uh, but um, yeah, I've heard about um, you know that organization, but it, it didn't come from there, to my knowledge. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it, he kind of I think he really popularized it in the early mid two thousand. Um, uh, you know, and, and uh, so and especially inside the Remax system, there was a that was a really really popular because that's where he was at. Um, so you're. You have a team. What does your team look like? How many how many agents do you have? What uh, what's that what's that business uh, look like today? Uh, so right right now we have um, we have a listing coordinator, a closing coordinator, 
um, and we have a uh, office manager and we also have a inside sales agent and um, we have about we're about seven agents at the moment but we're, we're we're looking to grow that to you know 25 agents this year so that's that's kind of the makeup at the moment and uh, you know it's been a fun uh, you know stressful but uh, you know fully enjoyable journey right and so so with that you know going from seven to 25 agents um, and what what's your primary lead gen strategy? How how are you uh, generating the bulk of your leads um, for the team? Well, we have uh, we have a lot of different strategies that we have. Um, I believe in having multiple pillars for for marketing instead of just having your one strategy. Um, we uh, we have a lot of uh, different websites that we uh, capture people who are moving into the area. We have uh, obviously our online presence. Uh, we have um, you know we just started doing radio. Um, you know where I'm doing radio ads on the on the uh, local channels here, and um, you know what um, you know th- those have been the the main um, pillars of what we've been doing business with, and obviously our past client referral database that is obviously you know always going to be a a big chunk of your business. Okay, now are you part of uh, the rate organization? No, I'm not. I do know those guys, but uh, no, I haven't. Um, I haven't joined those guys, but I've heard some some good things about them. Yeah, I, I'm speaking uh, at their event here in a couple of weeks. So, um, uh, but uh, you know, they're I think radio and TV something. Uh, so they're big about uh, you know doing media buys for on on behalf of agents. Um, so you're you're um, you've got a lot of strategies. Um, if you were to if you were to pick one thing that that has been most successful for you in your um, career and recent career, like in the last year or two, what what has been working the best for you? Is it a is it a specific strategy? Is a uh, what what works the best for you to to build your team? And I know you do a little bit on the luxury side too, or maybe that's where you concentrate. Well, yeah, we our average sales price is only around two hundred fifty thousand down here. Uh, there, there's not so much of a luxury market um, as most of the states, so we. We definitely have to kind of look at all opportunities that are there. Um, but when it comes to strategy, you know, are you, are you thinking like in terms of, you know, for my business or for my, you know, personal growth or? Yeah. So, so I'm thinking more like your business, like if an, an agent uh, listening to, to this podcast, if they were to like want to implement something that would change their trajectory and, and you were to say, this is one thing that has made a huge difference. I, I implemented this. I did this. I added this. And all of a sudden, it changed the business. And now we're building our business around this new new thing. Is there is there anything that comes to mind? Well, if I was talking to a brand new agent, if, they, you know, if I was a brand new agent and, and I wanted to know what I need to do, I mean, I would be scheduling three hours a day, every single morning uh, for time on the phone for business development and making sure we're tracking, you know, our dials, our conversations, um, what our conversions are as far as, uh, you know, what it takes for us to set an appointment with somebody. Um, I'd also be tracking, you know, what the what the met ratio is. I'd be also looking at what the sign ratio is so that you know how to have a predictable business uh, going forward um, so that you're not, you know, you know, you, you know, you're really focused on the numbers and you're dialed in. So that way you can predict kind of where you need to be. So you're very data driven. It sounds like, of course, you were Experian and, uh, um, you know, and, and sort of that, uh, a lot of data there, but it sounds like you make a lot of data driven decisions. Well, I'd love to be all into the data. I just know how to sell <laughs> the data, but, um, 
But, you know, I, when it comes to actually, you know, sales, yeah, I mean, I am data-driven as far as that's concerned because, uh, you know, if we know our conversations are down, it's because we didn't make enough uh, attempts. If we don't have enough appointments, it usually all comes back to the same thing. Um, you know, we can pretty much re- reverse engineer uh, any kind of outcome, whether it's a seller or a buyer, based on the ratios that we have and that we have already tracked. So, um, yeah, I, when it comes to that kind of stuff, yeah, I am, I am a bit of a data uh, geek when it comes to those kind of things. But, um, but yeah, those are the things we have to measure as business owners. Right. Well, one of the things I, I used to do, you know, as an agent is I, uh, I always wanted to have four deals in escrow at any given time. That was my, if I had less than four deals in escrow, um, I, I felt like I needed to get back to either more prospecting, more follow up, what have you, because I knew that, you know, three escrows could lead to two escrows and two escrows could lead to one escrow. And so four felt like if I was at four, and I, and I had a good pathway to keep four on the books, I felt like I could maybe relax a little bit. Is there one metric that you would go to for you that you say, if I just measure one thing, this is the thing I would measure, and that would, that would allow me to know that I'm on track? I think I would say, you know, how many appointments met, you know, how many appointments are you meeting with, you know? And, I, you know, I heard somebody say it when I first got in, you know, just meet one person every single day. And if you can do that and get them to commit to, you know, working with you, then you're going to have more business than you can, uh, you can ever dream of. So that's always been my philosophy is, you know, yeah, we can count dials, contacts and, and, and things like that. But at the end of the week and the end of the year, it's like how many people do you actually meet with? So I would say met appointments is probably what I would say is that one thing that we, we want to really focus on. Okay, cool. And now you're, you're, what, what database do you use? Do you use a, what, what platform do you guys use? Um, we use a Boomtown um, platform where we used it before we came over to uh, to EXP. I know EXP has a great platform that uh, is provided for agents, but uh, it was just too much of a big transition for us with the amount of data that we have currently in our yeah, system. Yeah, no, yeah, Boomtown. It was uh, I think developed in uh, in South Carolina in Charleston, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So they're about three hours away from us. Yep, in your backyard. They're in great platform. A uh, lot of lot of teams have built uh, great great practices on 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 Boomtown and the the IDX is solid. And so, you know, I, I always think that, you know, you know, as a company, we're going to provide, um, we're going to provide a set of tools, but, you know, for agents that want to go, um, you know, large, you're going to really need to control your own destiny. So, you know, having your own platform, making the, the selection that right, that's right for you and, and what you're trying to do, um, is likely not the thing that's just been provided as part of just the general tech package. You can do it. Do we have some great agents doing a lot of business using, KB Core, but uh, if you're really thinking about your business, you're kind of exploring all kinds of options to to see how to, how to get there. Absolutely. Well, awesome. Well, you know, these are short podcasts. I know we could spend a lot more time to kind of drilling deeper. Is there any other? Is there anything else? I mean, obviously, I kind of hit you with some questions, but are there? Is there anything else that you would think? Um, you know, you, you mentioned some advice for a newer agent. Um, what about the agent who's sort of mid-level production, maybe he's doing or she's doing, um, you know, eight to 10 deals a year, really would like to go and, and take that up to, say, 30 deals a year. Is there anything that sort of comes top of mind of, of, of what they need to do to kind of kind of go from, from say, 10 to 30? Absolutely. You know, 
one of the things that I'd be looking at is, first of all, where, where are those 10 deals coming from, okay? And if those 10 people are coming from your, your sphere or your people that know you, um, I think that, you know, for, for you to be able to scale your business, whether you're doing, t- you know, if you want to go from 10 to 20 or 20 to 40, I think you've got you've to look at where your business is coming from and then you've got to look at, okay, what other pillars could I be adding into my uh, business to get me that result, right? So you can't have a one and done strategy because, you know, that's just going to be, you know, you know, I'd rather have, you know, 10 of these um call it oil wells that are drilling deep and they just constantly bring me opportunities that I can convert. So so I would just suggest that, you know, opening up your mind to, you know, spending some money on marketing. So, so many agents don't want to spend anything. And, uh, you know, you have to spend to, you know, to, to get to, to, that, to that next level. And, uh, you know, it just baffles me how many agents are just so tight. And it's like, well, this is your business if you want. You know, think about the return of what you're spending, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and I don't think a lot of agents think about it like that. They're just trying to be, uh, you know, they're trying to just try to not spend anything, uh, but make a bunch of money. So I would, you know, I would start tracking all your deals from day one. Um, you know, we, we know where our, um, our, our business is coming from. We know what our ROI is. And, uh, you know, if an agent can get into that early, then they can start seeing the results of what they're spending. And what I would say is, you know, once you start spending some money, just don't give up in two months if it's not working you've got to you got to give it at least six months before you you can truly see what it is that's actually happening with that spend you know just for an example if you're paying for a pay-per-click lead i mean it could take six to nine months to convert that but most people will go well that didn't work and then just just give up so i would say track be patient and um and and see if you can you know drill multiple oil wells and and you know just keep going deep on what's working and, and see how you can improve um, you know, what it is that you're doing to see if you can get maybe, you know, a percent or 5% better conversion on what you're doing, which, you know, that will obviously lead you to more transactions. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, th- um, thanks for, you know, spending time um, today with me, Rapesh. Is there is there a good way for people to get in, in touch with you, like, uh, you know, agents inside EXP, agents maybe that are interested that Absolutely, are outside yeah. EXP? Yeah, um, we're always looking for agents maybe that are with the brokerage that are, you know, wanting to get on a team. You know, it's not about not a matter of who they came in under uh, or anything like that. We're happy to help um, EXP agents. But best way to get a hold of us is obviously through Facebook Messenger or even in the uh, workplace chat, which uh, you know, I'm pretty active in. So if you have, anybody has any questions, needs any help, feel free to send me a message. Well, awesome, awesome. Well, it's been, it's been a great pleasure, you know, getting to spend more time with you. I know it was just brief. Uh, you know, conversation last year, the, probably the, the obligatory uh, selfie photo, I think, that we did uh, back at the Build conference. So, um, and then also, you know, thanks to everyone for listening to this, this podcast, uh, you know, the expansion podcast. It's, a, it's brand new. We're going to keep this going. Um, so be, and, and be sure to check out uh, Rapesh on Facebook, Workplace Messenger, and also you know, the Rapesh uh, Patel Home Selling Team. Uh, for more information. And uh, until next time, uh, thanks for listening. And and until then, take care. Thanks, Glenn. You've been listening to Expansion. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of VXP.